What is up, y'all? Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast. This is a show dedicated to empowering you to follow that fear, pursue what is calling you, and take it one step at a time. My name is Kat or Kat Del Carmen if you're on Instagram. And welcome to the show. I'm really excited for today's topic. Today, I'm going to be talking about negotiating. So I'm not going to be talking about it from a business standpoint, although there will be a lot of, you know, a lot you can take away for any business owners out there. But I really wanted to share this story because I feel like it has been, it's been a pivotal part of my growth. And it's, it's really a place where I had a lot of fear and it's a place where I gained a lot, a lot, a lot of confidence. As I've become a better negotiator, I have just really started to understand my worth. And knowing your worth is just a beautiful thing. It really, really is. So I wanted to share my story because it's just such a huge part of who I am. And it's a huge part of my growth. So I thought it was really important to share it with you guys because you guys are my ride or dies. I love you. And anytime I'm like growing in my life or if there's a time I've grown, I want to share it with you because I feel like we need to do that as women. We need to do that as people of color. And I just, I think it's really important. So I'm really excited for today's episode. But before that, if you have listened to this show in the past and have taken anything away, it would mean so much to me if you could take a moment to write a written review within iTunes or Apple Podcasts. A lot of my guests look at my reviews to see how legit this podcast is. And it would just mean so, so much. I love your feedback. I need your feedback because I want to make this podcast better. So I just would deeply, deeply appreciate it. All right, so let's get into the topic. So today I'm gonna share with you my salary story, my negotiation story, and how this has helped me grow into a more fearless person. I'm gonna share real dollars with you. So some of you might leave thinking, damn, she gets paid pretty well. And others of you might be like, she need to get paid more, or I don't know. I know people get paid more than me, and I also know A lot of folks don't get paid as much as me, but I want to share the real numbers because the real numbers are important. Real numbers are how we lift up the person behind us, especially for people of color, especially for women. We have to get comfortable talking about freaking dollars and it's really not that big of a deal. I think it's just important to share this information. So I'm going to share real dollars with you, whether you think it's a lot or a little, I really don't care. Uh, it's, It's the truth is what it is. So I'm really excited to do that. And then also I want to share the like lessons that I learned. So I'll be sharing five different lessons I learned through negotiations at work and in the workplace. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and take a lot away. All right, so let's get started on this episode. I am so, so excited. So to give you a little bit of background, I started my, I guess, professional career at Nordstrom. I worked in retail and I started there when I was about, maybe about 19, 20 years old. And as I grew into different roles at Nordstrom, that is where I really first got promoted and into kind of leadership positions. And 
in those eight years, I had 12 different roles. I managed many, many teams in different locations all over the Bay Area in California. My salary at Nordstrom peaked around, I want to say it was around 70K at my best, at my top, top, you know, manager role. But my bonuses were like amazing sometimes. So one time I got a bonus of $10,000. I remember it was amazing. And I wish I would have done better with my money back then, but I was not great with my money. So lots of lessons learned, but that was kind of like what my salary looked like then. When I started back in tech, they honestly, no job cared about my experience in retail, which was pretty sad, but whatever. I ended up going to a whole bunch of interviews, found an internship where I was paid 20 bucks an hour, which was really fair for an internship. Uh, after a couple months, they decided not to keep me. It was a big, big blow to my ego because I knew how great I was, but kept going. I ended up going on so many interviews uh, I got to work at some amazing companies for contracts. So I also worked at Airbnb for a while, which was amazing because you get all the privileges that comes with that, which is like free food and all these other things. But again, after a couple months, I think it was about six months, they decided not to keep me as well. All of these, you know, interviews and all that really was a blow to my ego, but I kept going. And when I landed my job, at a company called Tube Mogul. I I started that job as a training coordinator. So in that role, I started around 60K and I think I negotiated an additional 5K in stock. For the first year I was a coordinator, I worked hard, got to know the business and within one year of working there, my company Tube Mogul was acquired by Adobe Systems. Adobe Systems is like who makes Photoshop and Lightroom and all that. It was an amazing opportunity to work for Adobe and it was really cool, but I will say an acquisition is not fun to go through. But that being said, a lot changed in my roles. My manager left. I took on lots of more responsibility, but I didn't get a job title that kind of what related to what I was doing. I kept my coordinator title, which honestly, I, I, I voiced that I didn't like, like I really wanted to get promoted. The work I was doing was so different. So then after that, I negotiated, I tried to get more in my salary and I did get a good decent bump. That being said, the next year, I did so much freaking work. I worked the hardest I ever had. I wasn't really happy with my last um, salary arrangement. At that time, I was making, uh, before that, I was making 72K, right? And in 2018, they basically wanted to give me a couple thousand dollar raise, which was 78K. Although my eyes were on 80K and I voiced that. I was like, I want 80K, la da da da. I voiced it. I wanted it. They didn't give it to me. So in 2018, I worked hard. And I was working really, really hard. And a couple months into the year, I was burnt out and I was unhappy with my pay. What sucks is honestly, they could have given me just $2,000 more, hit that 80K and I would have been fine with it. But something about those $2,000 just really irritated me because I knew I deserved it. 
I voiced my opinion again. I made it clear to my manager, hey, I'm not happy with this. Like, is there anything we could do? She's, she tried and she I had a great manager and she talked to whoever she needs to talk to and she wasn't getting anywhere with it either. So I knew she made it clear to me. She's like, Kat, you're going to have to like take this one on your own. After going back and forth in my own head about what I wanted to do, I just was like, F it. I'm going to start interviewing for other companies. Like if they're not going to value me and pay me right here, I'm going to go do what I got to do. So I did. I found, I interviewed with a couple places and one specific tech company. I interviewed, I had like five interviews with them. I created a whole deck. I pitched to them. I presented for them and they offered me a job. At that time, remember I was making 78K and this job offered me $98,000. plus some bonuses and all that. So that would make me right over six figures when I was getting paid 78K. The problem was I really didn't want to leave Adobe. I didn't want it. I didn't want to leave. I really loved my team. I loved my manager. I was really happy. The benefits were amazing. And the benefits at this other company weren't that great. So I knew I had a bargaining chip, right? Like I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to ask for what I want. And if I don't get it, I'm going to have to sacrifice and leave the job I really want to go work at this company where they're, you know, they're paying me my worth. So I go in there and uh, this, this is where the big lesson came because I ended up talking to HR. After talking to someone in HR, they handed me over to someone else in HR. I voiced my opinion, my frustration. My reviews were great. Everything that the work that I've done was good and it was on paper that it was good. I had a long list of all my accomplishments, the reasons I feel this way, the reasons why I deserve my pay. And I just kept getting the runaround. HR would kind of go in circles and never get back to me. And I was just frustrated. So finally, I went in with my job, the job offer of this new company, and I basically demanded like, hey, we're either going to, you know, I'm either going to take take this job or you can pay me a fair salary, period. It was one of the most nerve wracking kind of experiences of my life. The reason it was nerve wracking is one, I knew that leadership in that company there was emails about me where I was demanding money. And I know that. And I would work in the same office of the head of the entire business unit. And when I would run into him, my first thought was like, oh, he probably thinks I'm such a bitch because I'm demanding all this money and la da da da. And it was just extremely uncomfortable. But I learned a huge freaking lesson. I remember thinking to myself, I am over it. If I have to be labeled the bitch, the greedy person, the person who wants more, the person who isn't happy or grateful for what she has, if I have to be labeled with those, and that's what I was labeling myself with in my head, I told myself, if those have to be my labels, then I have to wear that shit with pride because I am damn over not getting paid right. I was pissed. I was frustrated. I was giving the runaround and I was like, you know what? I'm either going to get paid right or I'm going to leave. 
And it's cool. You don't want me? Don't take, like, let me go then. But I was over it. And that was difficult. So after some negotiations, I finally got a salary of 85K. I know that sounds really low compared of the compared to the 98k I was offered at that new place but in all honesty I didn't want to leave. I liked where I was at. I had amazing benefits. I had stock with this company, a lot of stock and I knew that the right choice for me was to be at Adobe. That being said, one of the main things that I learned is about the other company is that they had a horrible maternity policy and I was planning on having babies in the next like couple years. So I knew that like staying with Adobe would be beneficial because their maternity benefits were amazing. So I was paid 85K and my next eye was on six figures. I was like, I need six figures. If I don't get paid six figures next time, next year, I am going to be livid. Next year came, I got my six figures. I was super happy. And that's honestly where I'm at right now. It's a blessing to be, you know, in the six figure range. But I have learned so many freaking lessons a lot that went into those years of asking for more money, asking for more money, wanting a title change, really asking for what I wanted. So I wrote down five lessons that I really have taken away when it comes to negotiating, when it comes for asking for money. And these can be just as helpful in business. So I want you to really take note of these. Number one, always ask for more money. One thing I learned is that negotiation is expected when you are a business. It is expected when you're talking about salary, guys. So you should always be asking for more. If you have it in you to, you know, if you're having a salary conversation and let's say you want to make 80K, right? You should be asking for at least $90,000, at least. And I know sometimes that could feel ridiculous. Like if you're making 65K and you want to make $80,000, what is the harm in asking? You have to ask. Closed mouths do not get fed. So one lesson I've learned negotiating year after year after year after year is you should always ask for more than what you want. So when I made 60K, I asked for 80K. I got 72. When I asked for 80K, I got 78. And that's when I was pissed. And when I was at 85K, I asked for 100. If you don't ask, you're not going to get what you want. And when you ask, you should always ask for more. I want you to really hear me on this. Always ask for $10,000 more in salary than you want because then there's room to negotiate. All right, lesson number two, nobody, nobody is looking out for you more than you. I don't care if you have the best manager in the world because I honestly did. I had an amazing manager, an amazing manager who really did a lot to help me in getting my salary up. But even 
she couldn't do the work I needed to do. I needed to do the work. I needed to escalate this if it was that important to me. So I just want to be clear that like nobody, nobody is going to have your back like you have your back. And remember, you are asking for salary because you deserve it. So just know that nobody's looking out for you. You got to look out for yourself, for your family, whoever you support. Nobody is looking out for you like you. Number three, it's not just about you. It's also for the people behind you. If you are a woman, specifically, if you are a woman who's a person of color, we straight up get paid less. We straight up get paid less. And sometimes we don't want to negotiate, but I want to I want to make a stance that it's not just about you. When I negotiate, I'm not just negotiating for myself. I'm negotiating for the Latina behind me. I'm negotiating for the black woman behind me. We have to negotiate because people who are making these, having these conversations with us need to expect us to negotiate. Number four, be honest and know your boundaries. When I went into these negotiation conversations, I prepared, I had a list, and I had honest stats about myself. I did my homework and I kept a list of all the things I did well, all the reasons why I deserve this, and I kept it business. To be honest, a lot of the times I made my managers uncomfortable, and that's okay. I'm I had to learn to be strong and assertive, but in at the end of the day, business is business. And when we're talking about salary, that's business. So be sure to have your notes, honest notes, and know your boundaries. Know what you are risking. Know what you are risking. So if I had to risk going into Adobe and saying, hey, I got this job offer from this company and they're offering me this great salary. They could have been like, great, go ahead and go. And I would have to swallow that. So know what your boundaries are and know what is on the table. And then number five, do your homework, be prepared. This is business. When you're talking about salary, you should treat it like a business deal because that's exactly what it is. Do your homework. Keep notes of all the projects that you've done well on. Keep notes. When your manager gives you some type of praise, save it in your inbox. You got to keep note because this is what is going to help you when you ask for those giant raises. And that's exactly what I want you to ask for, giant raises. And I know this is not, you know, this isn't like an entrepreneurship type of conversation. This is more for career folks. And if you don't relate to this at all, I want to take a moment to help you see how this can work in business as well. Because we're going to have clients who ask for discounts. We're going to have corporations or brand deals where people are going to always offer something lower. I want to tell you right now, that is their job. It is their job to get you at their best deal. And it is your job to get the best and highest rate you can for brand deals out there. Okay, so I want to be super clear. 
reach for the mother effing stars. Let them say no. Let them say no. And then if they give you a range, go above the range. Is this doable? If they give you a, you know, a $2,000 to $7,000 range or $5,000 range. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. 7,000 is what I was looking at. Is this something you can work with? We have to ask. And also, I want to say one more thing. If you're having these type of conversations via email, get pick up the phone. Ask them for a phone number and pick up the phone and talk to them. Because negotiating money for yourself, that is sales. That is a selling deal. That is business. And sometimes you got to pick up the phone to seal the mother effing deal. I know this was like, I focus on negotiating and career, but I want to be super clear that like this works across business. Find ways where you can take bigger risks and you can ask for more because we are worth it, especially for big corporation. Don't get me started. If you're working with small businesses, I get it. And that can be a little bit different, right? Or nonprofits or stuff like that. But we should ask. And to be honest, we should always negotiate because it's teaching other people. When we negotiate, we are teaching other people. All right, guys, I hope you took away something from this episode. I I just, I learned so much by speaking up for myself and asking for money. And it just, I don't know, I learned so much from it. So I wanted to share it with you. I hope this was helpful. If you took anything away from today's episode, I would so appreciate if you could screenshot this, share it on your favorite social media channel, on your IG stories. This is how our podcast grows. So I just, I appreciate it so, so much. Also, if you need some one-on-one coaching, I am changing up my offerings, but for the next two weeks, I will be offering one-on-one coaching as, as an a la carte, like it is right now on my website. So visit catdelcarmen.com to learn more and let me know if you have any questions feel free to dm me or email me thank you so much for listening in today i appreciate you being here i don't take your time for granted and i just i love you all right have a good one bye